0: Mackenzie Johnston with Cattle News Central, bringing you your March 24th cattle industry headlines, brought to you by AgRisk Advisors. They provide risk management programs to livestock producers all across the West. Whether you are concerned about price or weather risk, Ag Risk Advisors, they are here to help. With current day market fluctuations, you and I both know there is nothing more important than locking in a price floor on your cattle. So if you would like to learn more about an LRP, go ahead and reach out to an advisor today. Also sponsored by American Beef Producer Magazine. They offer in-depth articles on a wide variety of topics within our industry. They feature award-winning photography and so much more within their publication. If you'd like to learn a little bit more about the magazine, maybe check out some of their recent issues. All you got to do is click on the American Beef Producer link above in the caption. That will take you over to their Facebook page where you can do just that. American Beef Producer Magazine, guiding beef producers for over 25 years. And finally, Camel Cattle Company. They are a guest consigner of the 18th annual Buy the Beef Bull Sale hosted by JAS Red Angus. The sale is going to be on April 5th up in Nipawa, Manitoba. They're going to be offering some of the very best Red Angus bulls around. These bulls are the right kind. They're stout, they're hairy, and they're good-footed. They are also bred and fed to go out and work. So to learn more about Camo Cattle Company and to also view the sale catalog, all you got to do is head on over to camocattle.ca. According to Freethink, Patrick Brown, CEO of Impossible Foods, he's working to protect the world against climate change and the loss of biodiversity. He's doing this by decoding the chemistry behind what makes meat delicious and then replicating those flavors in sustainable plant-based food products that can supposedly outcompete the meat industry. Brown believes the biggest factor contributing to climate change and loss of biodiversity is the use of animals as food technology. During Web Summit 2020, Brown said that the use of this kind of technology is the most destructive in human history. He also stated that, uh, that the animal food product industry is more damaging to the environment than fossil fuels. So moving forward, Brown's goal is to phase out the meat industry. His company's mission is to completely replace the use of animals as food technology by 2035. And he believes this challenge is totally doable, which is quite hilarious considering that companies like Impossible Foods they have been less than successful in recent years. If you look at the stock market, their stocks, their values, they have um, declined significantly, especially since the pandemic. No one wants to eat that crap. Um, and that's the other thing. These products, they've been around for quite a few years now, and they have not caught on yet. And it's not just because of the price point. It's not just because they're expensive. It's the fact that they're a crappy food product filled with chemicals and they aren't good for you and they taste terrible. Why would anyone ever want to eat that? So Brown believes as consumers become more familiar with Impossible's alternative meat products, and as his company and other fake meat companies scale up to make plant-based products cheaper than meat, preferences could start to change. Brown isn't the only one betting on this scenario, in 2019, large meat companies such as Tyson, Smithfield, and Purdue all began rolling out their own alternative meat products. So the belief that there is something behind this fake meat goes farther than those just producing it. After Impossible Foods does away with the meat industry when that day finally comes the company plans to create entirely new forms of plant-based foods instead of products that mimic familiar meat flavors the company looks forward to creating all kinds of delicious things that don't have the environmental impact that animal produce, animal excuse me that animal produced meats have there you have it Reuters has reported uh, Russia's invasion of Ukraine has resulted in massive price spikes for food and energy, as we have seen in many other countries are experiencing worse than here in America. According to the Center for Global Development, this situation has the potential to push over 40 million people into extreme poverty since the start of the conflict. Food commodity prices have risen above levels experienced in price spikes in 2007 and 2010. The 2007 spike pushed approximately 155 million people into extreme poverty, and the 2010 spike pushed 44 million people into extreme poverty. The World Bank defines extreme poverty as living on less than $1.90 per day. I cannot even fathom. Households in low-income countries allocate almost half of their budgets for food, so higher prices will force many to make tough decisions uh, between food and other necessities. So while we are on the topic of food shortages around the world, I have a few thoughts and numbers to throw at you. About 15% of the world's calories come from wheat, and a third of that wheat comes from Russia and Ukraine. As they have announced over the past few weeks, and as we know, Ukraine and Russia have both banned the export of wheat. Additionally, the wheat spring planting season is now, and there's not a lot of planting going on because there is a war going on over uh, over in Ukraine. So not only is the current wheat supply in Russia and Ukraine blocked up, but the future planting season is significantly at risk. So our planet, uh, we operate on a 90-day food supply. So what that means is that once we stop making food, humans run out of food in 90 days, and that's not just linear across, across all countries. What happens is the most vulnerable countries lose their food supply first, as I'm sure a lot of you know, uh, and these countries would be second and third world countries. And the richer nations, like here in the United States, we buy that food supply to secure our population's calories. And suddenly, you realize that famine is a real risk around the world because of this uh, conflict between Ukraine and Russia. We already have about 800 million people here on Earth subsisting on below 1,200 calories per day. So the conflict between Russia and Ukraine could be absolutely terrible for a number of countries if if it continues. And that's just on the wheat supply and wheat planting problem. We don't have the time to talk about uh, how maybe oil shortages or the crazy high price of oil or the fertilizer shortages that we're seeing around the world, how those two issues, how they will impact uh, food supplies. Uh, talk about a a scary time for a lot of people in countries that, that just don't have what we have in America. Again, we all need to stop and be fortunate for what we have here. Our refrigerators are full. We're safe. Um, take a minute to remember that. Finally, the North Platte Bulletin has reported the city's Community Redevelopment Authority, also known as CRA, unanimously approved a contract with sustainable beef that will allow the processor to buy the land for the plant site. The CRA CRA will buy the land for $142,500 and then will sell it to sustainable beef. All the financing for the plant's construction must be secured before work can begin and Sustainable Beef is required to sign a construction contract with the, with the CRA. Some additional details about Sustainable Beef's agreement with the CRA. Sustainable, Sustainable Beef is now required to invest at least $300 million in the project and hire employees legally. Uh, sustainable beef will receive a $21.5 million TIF bond to cover the cost of street improvements and water lines, along with raising the plant's elevation above the area's floodplain. And finally, sustainable beef must adhere to specific odor standards. That is all I have for you guys this morning. That is all I have for you, th- for you this week. I hope everyone made it through the past couple days of extreme windy conditions. It was just unreal here in Nebraska. Luckily, we didn't have any any fires. So that was definitely a blessing. Um, you guys have a great rest of your week. Enjoy the beautiful weather. Have a wonderful weekend. I'll catch you. I'll catch you next week.